Welcome back to the SC Heartback Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Nemovsky. Welcome to another team picker review. Today, we're going to go start looking at our position group. So let's start with the hookers today. Obviously, prices are dropped. Uh, and now let's just bundle in some categories. So we've got three tiers here, underpriced, on the money, overpriced. Uh, we'll pick the top 15 guys from each position, just have a bit of a chat about them. So let's jump right into it now. Let's get into the first underpriced guy. And we're going to start with Jaden Braley. So Jaden Braley right now is 330k from the Newcastle Knights. If he is going to be playing bulk minutes like he did pre-injury, it's a great pick. He's 20 points off his average where he should be. Um, you know, to me, it's it's an absolute steal. It depends how Phoenix Crossland is going to be used in this team. Uh, if Phoenix Crossland is going to be the, the backup hooker, then that's going to be an interesting... Uh, position to see how it affects his minutes, but I just think that Jaden Braley's got the opportunity to really lay on at least 15 points onto that price. So you're getting about a 55 average player for 330,000. So I think you've got to take that money where you can get it. So Jaden Braley, I think, is the first underpriced guy. Let's go to the first on the money, and we're going to stay in the family. We want to go to Blake Braley uh, of the Cronulla Sharks, 579k. So right around that 57 average that he had last year, it's just on the money. It's about what you're going to get from him, somewhere in that 55 to 58 range. Uh, he's one of the last hookers that do play big minutes, and I expect that not to change this season. Haven't really got anyone there that you could think would take any minutes away from him. So I think Blake Bradley's a very, very safe pick in a draft comp. And then for Classic, if you just want to set and forget your 55, it could be a good option. Uh, if you're trying to save some money in the hooker position, but you just want to get... The points that you know are going to come every week. Blake Braley is a very fine pick there. Let's go to our first overpriced guy. And I'm going to go to Wade Egan of the uh, New Zealand Warriors at 576. I think it's just a smidge too high. I think Egan is right around that 48 to 54 range. Uh, so just getting a little bit more. So I'd like that, you know, after maybe a month or six weeks into the season, if that drops a little bit, wouldn't mind jumping on Wade Egan if the draw does open up for the New Zealand Warriors. But right now, um, they have the ability to play. Uh, you got Dylan Walker, who can play a little bit of that. you can got Freddie Lussick, who can play a little bit of that. And then I think between Tamara Martin, Harris Tavita, one of those guys could come in as well and play a little bit of backup dummy half. So plenty of options, not to mention Jazz Tavanga as well. I think to me, it's just a little bit about, I don't think he's going to play bulk minutes. Um, he does need a few attacking stats to get to that score. So right now, I'm going to mark him down as one of the guys there let's go to an interesting one in the unders so this guy started the season last year got injured danny levi of the canberra raiders i do think that ricky stewart really does like danny levi and if he's fit and tearing up in preseason he's a good shout to potentially get that starting hooker role at 238k he could be a cheapie later on in the preseason and we're talking a little bit more about uh obviously wolford and starling ahead of him uh, I just think that Danny Levi has got a nice super coach friendly game. And if he can, again, stay fit, he will be a good shout heading into next season. Let's do another on the money. And it's the uh, the number one guy in the position is Harry Grant. So Harry Grant to me at 750000 is right on the money. Um, he's going to be around that 70 to 75 mark. You're going to have to pay a little bit of a tax to get him because of the Harry Grant name factor. And you just know what you're going to get. He's the premier option in the position. And sometimes you just have to pay for that. So I think Harry Green is right on the money. It does give a big question to super coaches. Do you go for him? Do you try and save 200K and 
can get someone else in that position. That's what makes it right on the money because it makes you think that, you know, it's not an automatic, but if you want to get him, you've got to pay a little bit of a premium to get him, which I don't mind. The next guy in the uh, in the overpriced list, we're going to go to Jerry Marshall King of the Dolphins. Again, similar to Wade Egan. It's just a little bit about he needs a bit to get his attacking stats. Now, his price at 639k. To me, it's a good price, but it's just a little bit over. If that was sitting around that 590 to 610, I wouldn't mind it. But again, I just think four to six weeks into the comp, you could maybe get him at a bit of a discount as the draw opens up for them and you can get a little bit of a steal there. But right now, you know, you're, you're not too far away from Harry Grant if you're going to spend that extra bit of money. There's guys I think that will go very comparably to him um, that you can save a bit less money on. So he's just in that weird position where he's probably about 40k too high to um, not go to Harry Grant and not close enough to those other guys to make that much of a difference. Let's go to another guy underpriced. So to me, uh, we're going to go to the Penrith Panthers. I've spoken about him a couple of times, Luke Summerton at 238k. I just think that if he does get that bench spot, he's a guy we saw last year, two games for a 47 average, just look like a first grader. And I just think that he'll, he'll have a floor where he can easily get, get you a 35. Um, so there's a bit of money to be made there. I don't mind him, but again, it all comes down into a role. Can you beat Sonny Luke for that spot? If Mitch Kenny's out for any weeks, does Luke Summerton come in and be the starting hooker there? So, again, another one to watch during the preseason. I do like Luke Summerton heading into this year. Another guy right on the money, uh, Reese Robson, 560K, um, right around where he's going to be. He's he's basically a fifty walking 55. It's anything around there. You know what you need to get. Um, there is Jake Granville still on the bench. He still is going to play big minutes. He can play through the middle a little bit as well when Granville's on the field or Granville can play through the middle. So I just think Reese Robson's probably one of the safer uh, hooker options. Not very exciting. There's not a huge ceiling there for you, but you just know what you're going to get. You're going to get your 55, and you're not going to be too stressed about it. So I do like Reese Robson, um, mid-round draft pick, and then obviously in classy, if you just want to lock in a 55, similar to Blake Braley, you can lock that in with Reese Robson. The next overpriced guy, we're going to go to St. George Illawarra Dragons, and I've got Jacob Little. Now, it's not that I don't like Jacob Little, because I really do, but... At five, 458k, they've shown that they want to try and maybe have a two-hooker rotation. Um, so, yeah, I just think it spells the end of him. He's got a nice attacking set about him. There was a stretch last year where he averaged around 55. I think if he gets bulk minutes, he can get that done, especially in an improved top Dragons team, you would think. But to me, just a bit uncertain. you got to see how it plays. Now, if he does uh, get 80 minutes and he's going to be the only hooker, now we change this and he could maybe even be a little bit underpriced. But right now with how they... It seems they're going to use that hooker rotation. I'll probably steer clear of anyone from the Dragons there just to see how Flanagan is going to handle that. The last, the second last guy in the underprice is Brendan Hands of the Parramatta Eels, 342000 Now, Parramatta's hooker rotation looks like it's going to be Hands and Lussick moving in at 24. Uh, I'm not going to sign anyone else. So Brendan Hands had his moments last year. Uh, can find the try line. Does get an attacking stat here and there. So I don't mind him. At 342000 I think he's a very, very nice end of the draft pick at hooker. Uh, and I'm just thinking classic, like I said, if you are looking for a cheaper option to partner with uh, a Harry Grant of the world, um, it's not a bad option at 342000 So maybe one that you can kind of wait on and maybe if he goes guns blazing and he gets bigger minutes, you can jump on him as a downgrade. That's an absolute option there. Uh, but just 342 is a very interesting number for him there. The second last guy in the price right about right is Reed Marnie at 
from 547,000. Again, similar to Reese Robson and Blake Braley, right in that area. The only bit of concern is Jake Turpin is now with the Dogs, whether he plays 14 and can uh, take a bit of minutes away. They've also got to try and figure out Blake Taff on the bench, potentially, Jamin Salmon, Kurt Mann as well. So, look, there's some options, but I'm still thinking he's going to be right around that 53, 56 mark. So it's a good price. And again, he's a probably a mid-round pick. He's probably, he's lost a bit of luster from last year. I think a lot of guys would have got burned last year and won't go near him. So you may be able to get some value. And again, in a in a classic comp, if you always want to say you can go Grant and a cheapie for a mil, or you can go Reed Robson, uh, Reese Robson and Reed Marnie uh, for nearly the same price, maybe an extra 50K, but you're locking in 250s. It's another way to do it as well. So I don't mind potentially the two mid options at hooker there. The second last guy in the overpriced is Lachlan Croker at 532000 I just think that there's going to be um, a battle there. I think he may not even lose a starting spot by end of the season. So uh, Gordon's coming through now and looks really good in those first couple of games there. I just think Croker's on a bit of a minute share there and I think you know it could even go 40 40 so I think he's about 100k over that price what he's going to be so I'd definitely steer clear of Lachlan Croker uh in a draft comp if he's there late no problem but again I'm not really keen on a guy probably going to get 45 minutes max every week let's go to the last guy in each category so let's first go to the uh the underpriced Brandon Smith uh, of the Sydney Roosters, 471k. I just think that he had one of the seasons from hell last year. He's now fitting with his team again. I think um, they've obviously got Sandon Smith on the bench who may take some minutes. But I think Cheese, they might, they're just going to be able to use him a little bit better this year. I think hopefully their four packs a little bit stronger and they can get a bit of a role. And I think Spencer Lanou, um leading a bit of a platform there with JFH, uh, JWH. You've got Terrell May. You've got Lindsay Collins. You've got all those back rowers they've got. Maybe Brandon Smith has a little bit of room to run around. So really do like Brandon Smith. If you are going to go for the two-player option, I don't mind uh, Reese Robson and Brandon Smith combo, actually. That seems like 250s uh, off the bat, and that's what you're kind of wanting to get there, have some options there. So I don't mind Brandon Smith, obviously. One play Origin as well, being Kiwi, so it's a nice option there. The last guy in the on the money is Damian Cook at 663000 Again, to me, right on that money, uh, on that 65 average, that's what he gets every single season. Uh, I don't see anything different this year. So he's a very nice pick where um, there's a bit of attacking stats there for him. He has got a rough draw to start the season. So that's why I'm a bit off him at the start. Uh, draw, take away the draws, I actually wouldn't even mind a cook and cheese combo to start the season. But for me, I think after round 10 and maybe even seeing if he gets picked for origin, he could be a very nice middle of the season pickup in classic maybe drops a little bit of cash, maybe to 575, 80 in that range. And then you can run home with Damien Cook. I do not mind that at all. So I do like Damien Cook this year, not to start, but it is a fair price if you do want to jump on and think that they can jag a couple of those hard games. And the last guy we want to talk about here in the overprice is uh, Apicorosau. So at 572,000. To me, someone who just, uh, again, similar. There's a couple of guys uh, sniffing around that uh, bench spot that could take a couple of minutes away from him. He's someone who was probably play Origin this season, potentially. So, look, I like Appy late in a draft if you can get some value for him. I do like it. He averaged 56 last year. 
I can see so again something similar to that, but between more potential minute sharing, between and potential origin. Just want to kind of steer clear, see how he starts the season. And then, yeah, like I said, if he gets picked for origin, maybe later in the season he can be a bit of a pod they can go to because I think Appy will be someone who won't be started very highly in classic, uh, but there will be some value at some stage during the season as a bit of a pod option there. So there you have it. That's 15 hookers, underpriced, on the money, and overpriced. So it's a nice little mix this year. I think they have priced the hookers pretty well in terms of what strategy you want to go to. Do you want to have grand and a cheapie, grand and a mid, two mids, or do you just want to go straight cheapies to get some money more around the board? So I do like how there's going to be, I think, a few different ways to handle. I think, obviously, the most taken option this season, the start of the season, I think, will be Harry Grant and a cheapie. But, again, if Harry Grant's going to get you a 75 and your cheapie's going to get you a 30, and you can get two 55s out of someone else, is that worth it? So, definitely something to think about in terms of how to handle the draft, but... Yeah, Hooker's always going to be an interesting one with Harry Grant being the mainstay there. So we'll leave it there. Get to the socials at the SC Halfback. Uh, content coming up every day, and we're back with more position groups in a couple of days. So thank you for listening. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.